Welcome to Hot Flashes and Cool Topics podcast, the voice for women in midlife and beyond. At Hot Flashes and Cool Topics, we talk about anything and everything to do with midlife. My name is Colleen. My name is Bridget. And on today's show, happy March, by the way, everybody, we have on a guest that we had on previously. She's one of our favorite people to talk to, Miss Joan London. You'll remember her as an American journalist, author of so many books. She came on to talk about Why Did I Come Into This Room, which is her most recent book. And she, you'll remember her as the GMA co-host from like 1980 to 1997. And we invited her back on the show because we are going to talk about le- leaky bladders and incontinence, which are issues that happen to a lot of women in our demographic, especially when we sneeze, when we jump. Yeah, it's a topic that women are afraid or embarrassed to talk about. But if we can talk about it and we know how many women it happens to, and there are things out there that can help you with this. And we're going to talk about that today. And she is also a spokesperson for the company Innovo, which makes what looks like biker shorts but it's actually an FDA-cleared non-invasive technology that strengthens your pelvic floor. So how many times have you heard, do a Kegel, it will strengthen your pelvic floor? And it's great, but some people don't know how to do a Kegel. So you're sitting there at a red light, as she likes to say, trying to do a Kegel, and you're not doing it right, and it just looks weird, and you mm-hmm. just feel weird, and you're not actually accomplishing everything. anything. But with the Inovo device, which again, like I said, looks like biker shorts, mm-hmm. you'll get the perfect Kegels like for 30 minutes a day over, I think it was 12 weeks, and it will actually help eliminate bladder leaks. So we were excited to talk to her. We love sharing options for you guys, the things that you haven't heard of, you may not know about, but we hear about it because this is all we do. Is Right. We hear about it and we get, we get very excited when we hear about something out there to help women in this time of life and we are eager to share it with you. We're going to talk about brain health in the very beginning also because she's been doing some research on cognitive health, especially for women the multitaskers. And we're going to talk about that. Make sure that you are subscribed to our email because on that email, you will be getting newsletters and you'll also be able to check out our website, which will have the show notes. So if you hear something that we talk about and you want more information, the show notes will have it and we'll also provide links for you. Make sure you're following us on all social media because we're there, we're here, we're there, we're everywhere. Instagram, you're probably going to get the most information. And also make sure you're following us on YouTube because these videos go up on YouTube. And most of them are with the guests. You'll see them speaking. But if for some reason they just wanted to do audio, we will provide kind of an image of them. But you'll still hear everything they had to say. And it's really nice to be able to watch us have the conversation because I think you get a little more when you see us converse about it. So with that being said, we are going to start talking about leaky bladders with Joan London. We'll talk to you after. Welcome back to Hot Flashes and Cool Topics. We have on a guest, Joan London, that has been on once before. We had such an amazing conversation, and we are excited to welcome her back to talk more about her book, Why Did I Come in This Room?, and also Innovo, a device to help with your pelvic floor. Welcome to the show, Joan. It's good to be back with you guys. How have you been? What have you been up to? I've been great. Um, You know, uh, things are starting to kind of come alive again. You know, it's funny because in 2019, right before the world closed down, I probably did 
35 speeches that year. I mean, I had weeks where I was in three different cities in one week. And then COVID hit and, you know, we were, and I started doing Facebook lives every day. My husband would say, why are you doing those? Like every time I see you, you're either booking an expert. I said, so I'm not just sitting doing nothing. <laughs> so I'm communicating with a bunch of people and maybe helping someone. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, and then of course I was, I had just written the book and, you know, the book, I think my book party was March 10th. 2020. Do you remember the day the world closed down? March yes. 11th. Yes. Uh, yes. Like, oh, yes. okay, so there goes the book tour. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. But, you know, so everything's been like on virtual, you know, I've done a lot of virtual speeches and all kinds of things. And then the world started kind of coming back. And now I'm back to being booked, you know, to do things live. So a little bit back on the road. Even though you will be flying, everywhere all the time you will actually be an empty nester finally how do you feel about that I'm planning for it um well first of all I've tried to kind of get used to the idea that maybe I should slow down a little bit somehow it just hasn't set in with me yet (laughs) I like working you know my job is a really great job I got you know I did I've signed I think for four speeches in the next um, 60 days. And I'm really looking forward to them. You know, I'm, and um, I'm now working on my next book, which is going to be my autobiography. <gasps> cool. Oh, you must awesome. come on for that. Yes. Yes. It. That's going to be a while. That That's a big, big, I've been working on it for six months. I mean, it's a big undertaking. So, uh, but that, you know, that also keeps me busy. I mean, I'm just always working on projects um, and they're all interesting. And I learn, you know, interestingly, what I do, I'll never forget long, 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 long time ago. Um, I, a nephew of mine when, who is a doctor now, but when he was in, uh, first grade, they invited me to their, uh, a day where, you know, your dad comes in as a policeman or a fireman and they wanted me to come in. And I went in and I explained what my job was that, you know, every night I get all this research, just like you guys get homework. Mm -hmm. And yes. I read all my research and I get ready. And the next day when I go in, I have to interview a person. So I have to know all the questions and kind of what they're going to answer. Just kind of like you guys take a test the next day to which one little boy. And I said, so it's very much kind of like what you guys do. And then the little boy said, then what did you take the job for? <laughs> it's like you're still in school. And a little girl from the back of the room stood up and said, because it pays a lot of money, stupid. It's <laughs> <was> like, whoa! <laughs> it is a wonderful profession. You guys know, you know, every time you go on and you do a podcast, you're talking to people and you're learning. You're asking questions and you're learning. Because you do, you research. And I, I'm 55 now and Colleen and I started this podcast uh, three and a half years ago. And yeah, like, I never knew I would learn this much about yeah. so much at this age, I, I had retired and now I'm like, okay, now I'm doing something else, but it but, is amazing. But my question is, is if I retired, what would I do? Right. Right. <laughs> I'm not a golfer. My husband golfs, but I'm not really particularly interested in golf. And I don't know. I mean, I've thought about it. I always said, well, maybe I'll go back to college and take some college classes. And instead I ended up 
going and teaching <laughs> college, yeah. which for the same reason, brain stimulation. Right. Right. Because mm-hmm. that's what we all want to do right now. We all want to know how do we keep our brains current and active and, and, and our cognitive thinking intact? How do we stay in shape and, you know, looking you know, like we want to look because we know that the way nature made us as women, as soon as we hit 50 and our estrogen goes away and our body says, oh, no more estrogen. Oh, then that means you're not going to have kids. Oh, well, then all the fat that's on your hips so that you'll be steady Eddie, you know, when you're pregnant, we'll just send it to your abdomen. What, for fun? Mm-hmm. Life's so true. I mean, to me, it's evidence that God is a guy and not a girl because he <laughs> never would have done that to us. To a ever. female, that's right. <laughs> and so, you know, like we want to know how do we deal with these things? How do you deal with the hot flashes? How do you deal with the leaky bladders and and with, you know, uncomfortable intercourse mm-hmm. and all those things that happen to you because we have because we had estrogen and now we don't. Right. I mean, that's basically the bottom line of the whole thing. Right. So, you know, that's why when I wrote the last book, I just had to address these topics. But it wasn't until after it was out and I started hearing from thousands of women on social media, which problems were really the most prevalent. Like I wrote, you guys know, I wrote a chapter, I don't remember which chapter it was, but I wrote a chapter called, uh, I Laugh So Hard, Tears Roll Down My Leg. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yes. It's all about leaky bladders. I didn't understand how big of an issue, how prevalent an issue that was until after the book was out. And I started hearing from everybody. And everybody said, but, you know, but we don't talk about it. Right. And how about to your doctor? And consequently, everybody just is embarrassed by it. And therefore, you don't talk about it. They'll talk about hot flashes more than they'll talk about leaky bladders. Yes, that's yeah. true. And yet, and they'll just think, I think the worst thing, and probably the biggest reason why I'm out doing these things all the time, is that I think there's a tendency when these things happen to us that we experience and we experience them as if it's only happening to us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like I'm breaking down, I'm getting old, something's wrong with me. They don't realize that it happens to, they, they say it happens to one in three. I think that's a super low statistic. And I think it's only that low because women won't talk about it. Right. The people who report it. Yeah. And they do. I, they feel so alone. Yeah. And, it, and finally, people are coming out and saying, this is really common. Yeah. yeah. And you're starting to see it even on TV commercials and things that, that people are, ta- I mean, look, if they can talk about Viagra and crooked yes. penises, can we please talk about leaky bladders? Right, right. You know, it's, about, it's beyond time. It's beyond it's time. Way beyond time. <laughs> right. And just, you know, the research up until the 90s was done on men. Every, I mean, for everything. For mm-hmm. everything. And so women's issues were just not even out there until recently. Including our brains. Interesting thing I learned um, when I worked with the Brain Institute up in Canada, which started the Women's Brain Initiative. And she said there's a test that is commonly given when you go in to test your cognitive thinking. 
and I know because I've gone and had the test done because I've done stories at these different brain institutes and they'll give you this thing at the beginning of the, I don't know how long it is, 45 minute test. And it's, they give you 10 words and you're supposed to take in those 10 words. Then they give you like 30 other things, move this around here, pick this out of there, like all kinds of things. At the end of the test, they say, do you remember the 10 words? It just so happens, and based on that, is that, that is a big part of your the score. And that score is going to say, you have some issues with cognitive thinking, and therefore, we think you need to do this, we think you need to take this medication. But the problem is, women are unbelievably good at that task. Why? Because we all live by our list, our to-do list. Get the groceries, pick the kids up from school, do this, do this, make sure you get the kids this in. We're really good at remembering 10 things. Consequently, men fail that test, they're diagnosed early, and they get help. Women ace that test, therefore they're diagnosed late, and they don't get the help until way later than they should have. I mean, that's just one tiny little example. Right. No, but that's really interesting because... And now that there's a new medication that um, is approved for Alzheimer's, have you had any research on that? Well, I just got through doing um, a webinar for Prevention Magazine called You and Your Brain. Uh, You can actually, you know, everybody listening, you can go go to Prevention Magazine and go to You and Your Brain webinar. And we we did it over the, I did like three different sessions for them. And we interviewed all kinds of experts. And I highly recommend that if you're interested in your in retaining your cognitive thinking that you go and you watch it. They're, They're not long. Each one's like 45 minutes or an hour or something. Um, and they talk about that medication. And the medication is incredibly uh, promising. I don't think it's going to necessarily be available f- for us. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it, you know, once they find these things, it's got to go through all kinds of processes and testing and clinical trials before it actually becomes something that's just being, you know, prescribed by doctors everywhere. But it's incredibly promising. Um, I, I don't want to try to explain it any farther than that, but right. the doctor who explained it on the webinar was amazing. And we're going to take a break. We'll be back in a moment. And we're back. Let's let's go back to leaky bladder, shall we? <laughs> so I went back and I, you know, I have your book. I went back and I read the chapter that you were talking about. Sometimes I laugh so hard, tears run down my legs. And in that chapter, you, you talk about urinary incontinence, but you talk yeah. about the urge incontinence versus stress incontinence. Can yeah. we talk? So well, I don't think women realize that there's different types. SUI is stress urinary incontinence. And what that means is that as you age and your pelvic floor muscle, like every other muscle in our body that starts to get weaker, 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 that muscle that runs all the way across from the front of your pubic bone all the way back to the rectum, that muscle, it starts to get weak. And by the way, if you've had babies 
and you've had a, you know, a six, seven, eight, nine pound baby sit on that muscle, that also makes it weak. So the more babies you've had, and by the way, this is an issue that doesn't just happen with age and time and, and muscles, uh, you know, getting old and not being as strong. It happens like after a baby. You know, a lot of women right after they have a baby have SUI. And what SUI is, is it means that that muscle isn't going to hold firm. So any pressure on it, coughing, laughing, sneezing, anything that gives the slightest bit of pressure against that muscle lets you leak a little. Now, uh, it's not the same as the other one. This, the other one is like involuntary peeing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Involuntary peeing. Yeah. And that's different. And it's treated differently. But SUI, it happens to most women to some varying degree. And what we tend to do is we wear pads, you know. And now these days they have special underpants. So what are they called? Nicks. I saw a commercial. They have... Uh, Hello, Boys, Hazel. Boys is makes billions of dollars off of our leaking. Yeah. Um, but one day, this is after I wrote the book. So this is not in the book. One day, my daughter, uh, Jamie, who is an influencer on Instagram, you guys might follow her, NYC Fit Fam, and she uh, is just a health nut, and I say that in the best of terms, she, and she does, she does all the time um, satellite media tours and all kinds of things for only healthy products. And one day, she came to my house to shoot a whole bunch of stuff with a videographer and a photographer. Because she said, you know, I live in an apartment in the city. This was at the time. And you live in a house in Connecticut. Can I use your house? I said, sure. And she got this thing out. And I said, what is that? They were like black biker shorts. I should have had them out here to show you. But they basically look like black biker shorts, spandex biker shorts. But they have an FDA-approved woven technology. This technology that's woven through the fabric in the areas that count. <laughs> and when you hook it on to this little thing and you turn it on, if any of you, have, if either of you have ever had like a, um, a TENS machine, yes. mm -hmm. maybe you've had a, a hurt muscle and you go to the mm -hmm. uh, chiropractor and they put a thing, go t -t 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 -t, like a thing. It's kind of along that idea, but you wear this, you wear these pants for 30 minutes a day, five days a week, and it can cure leaky bladders in 10 to 12 weeks. Why? Are you ready for this? Because in a 30-minute session, it can give you 180 perfect Kegels. Wow. Now, That's a lot of Kegels. And, and when you say perfect, because people don't do Kegels, maybe they don't do them the right way. A lot of us well, don't. Most women don't do them the right, right way. But we've all, if, if any of us have dealt with this, we've gone to the doctor and the doctor has said, do Kegels. I remember my primary care physician one day, she said, every time you come to a red light, do 10 Kegels. And then you can look at the guy in the car next to you and think, he has no idea that <laughs> what I'm doing down there. But a Kegel is a weird exercise. It's a muscle you can't see. It's kind of up there. How do you really know you're doing it? It's not that comfortable to do. Um, I know I was told to do them. I try, I've tried them here and there. There are pelvic floor 
trainers that you can actually go to, like my daughter who had SUI after having her second child. And I recently learned from a doctor that part of this has to do with your bladder actually coming down in your body. A lot of women, um, after having kids, have a dropped bladder. And it literally can come right down, and I don't mean to be gross, but out of your body. Mm -hmm. And you need to go in and have surgery and have it raised back up. But just when, you know, just a little bit, that can kind of press against that. And just from the bladder being in a different position in your body, we are so interconnected that the brain can misfire and the brain can say, oh, she has to pee. Okay, on it. And it will misfire and tell yourself to pee, but you're actually not quite there yet. And women experience this all the time. And it's so funny that women will talk to me about this on on Facebook, on DM, but they won't talk to their husband about it. They won't talk to their doctor about it. And I'm like, you don't actually have to live with that. You know, I mean, there are things that you can do. But these smart pants, and it's called Innovo, I-N-N-O-V-O, Innovo. And you get them online, which is another thing that's good because I don't know if women are going to go to their doctor and say, can I have a prescription for those smart pants so I don't pee myself? You know, they're they're probably not going to buy them in a store. And they're not, they don't want to walk into a store. Like, right. you don't walk into a store and go and buy poise. Right. Pants. I mean, yeah. Yeah, go on an off hour in the middle of the night or whatever. <laughs> but this, you can go online. You go to myanovo.com. It's M-Y. I-N-N-O-V-O.com. And you they measure it by hip size. So give an honest answer. <laughs> it's a good thing they don't ask your weight because everybody would give 10 to 15 yes. pounds at least less. I remember we used to fly private a lot, you know, going to stories. And I remember a helicopter pilot once, he asked all of us our weight. And he said, all right, now I've got to add how many, how many females are here? Four of you, okay? I'm going to add about 120 pounds because I know that each of you lied at least by 30 pounds. I was like, wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> Pauline, you told the pilot, I'm lying to you. She had to, she, he yeah. said he was going to wait. She yeah, said, I'm lying. I'm lying. Yeah. <laughs> and um, so they do it by your actual, the circumference of your hip measurement. And they show you how, exactly how to, to measure it so that you get the right size pants. And, I mean, you put these things on and you you turn them inside out and you spray them with whatever this moisture is. Then you turn them right side out, um, put them on, and you just connect these two little connectors and you take the little, looks like a little iPhone, and you turn it on. And then you start, you'll start feeling some like lifting. It's like a lifting. Because people have said to me, is it sexual? Is it like having intercourse? Like, like have you ever tried to do a Kegel? <laughs> <laughs> did it remind you of climaxing? Because if it okay. did, we'd do them okay. all the time. Yeah. Okay, so now we're on the same page. <laughs> right. No, nothing sexual. But it is that like lifting feeling down there and so it's basically creating kegels and you need to build that muscle back just like when we haven't gone and done anything you go into a gym like I can go back in and like really like build some muscles 
but it's because I'm doing something in the gym <laughs> that creates it. And that's basically what these do. And I was fascinated when I saw my daughter. She was doing a little campaign for them. And as she was doing the campaign, they said, like a year later, they said, your mom just wrote a book. And she did an entire chapter on leaky bladders. Can we get her to come on this campaign? So Jamie and I um, are, we do this. It's really cool, you guys, because it's my daughter. It's a mother-daughter act. And it's a mother-daughter contract that we do together. We're the ambassadors. And we go on different shows. We go in front of big audiences. They had us appear down in Miami at the Women in Retail Convention. So 500 women in a room in this big hotel in Miami. And they were all like the buyers of, you know, Bloomingdale's and Kohl's. And, and they were from all the big companies from from Spanx to like every kind of company you can imagine in retail of women's retail. My daughter, Jamie and I are there talking to them about leaky bladders, about women's issues, women's health. And I mean, like, and I'm, it's like an incredible focus group. I said, I want to know how many in this room, I'm not going to ask how many of you have a leaky bladder. That's not something I'm going to get the true response. I'm going to ask you this question. How many of you know where the ladies' room is at every grocery store, department store, and and uh, restaurant that you frequent frequent often, and they they all raise their hand mm-hmm. like, oh, okay. And do you find that your bladder has like a brain of its own? And when you walk into a store, you didn't need to go to the bathroom, but somehow your bladder says. Oh, we're in a store? Okay, where's the bathroom? And you're much better off to say, fine, you win, let's go, and then I'll go shop. And it's it's a conversation, it's a taboo conversation that needs, it's well beyond time uh-huh. to start talking about it because it affects so, so many women. And like you said, it's not just about getting older. If you have had children, yep. if you have a job where you're carrying or lifting heavy items all the time, yes. Bladder gets affected. It's not really, yes, it's age related for us, but not for everyone. And by the way, if you have a lot of allergies or asthma or anything that makes you cough often, coughing is one of the things that really, really, you know, works on that pelvic floor and weakens it and weakens it. I mean, if somebody has had um, the flu or a bad cold and they've found that for like a woman, that's like one of us. And you've had you've been coughing for two, three weeks, all of a sudden you'll find that the problem gets exponentially worse. And then after the coughing goes away, it goes kind of back to normal, but it's still there. Yeah. And you know, it's you know, we've got to we're never gonna solve problems if we can't make it okay to talk about them. And that's the biggest problem with women. Because you know, women don't wanna we wanna give the appearance that we're still young and relevant and doing it, you know, we're still, our body's still in pretty good shape when there could really, when we all know there's a whole bunch of stuff going on mm-hmm. and that we yeah. may, we think it makes us seem older. Right. If we put and it so out we, there. Yeah. So we don't want to talk about it. It's so funny. I was telling my husband, uh, 
the other night, yeah, we're going to talk about this and Novo. And he <laughs> said, what kind of leaking are you talking about? He's <laughs> one of three boys. He didn't grow up with sisters. I mean, is you know, and I said, honey, <laughs> I said, don't you know that this happens to women? And he was not aware of this. And, and, and he, oh, yeah. he's not unusual. Don't think no. he's like, most <laughs> men don't. And I mean, I'm here in my office at my house. And back when I was writing the book, my husband walked through the office one day and, and he says, what are you writing about today, honey? And I said, leaky bladders. He's like, you're going to talk about that in the book? I said, oh, sweetheart, the name of the chapter is I laughed so hard, tears rolled down my leg. And he was like aghast. And he just couldn't believe I was really going to talk about this. And he said, are you sure? Like he thought this was going to be the end of my career. And um, and I said, you know what? I'm all about women's health. I work on all these campaigns. Someone's got to talk about it. And I'm a person that, you know, women... I mean, like it's my 80,000 BFFs on Facebook. I don't know them personally, but I converse with them all the time. And they ask me questions and I try to get answers for them. And we share. I mean, I can have somebody come on my Facebook page and say, I just had a, um, you know, a mastectomy and, you know, I'm going to go on vacation and like, where do I find a bathing suit? And I'll have 10 women Answer, 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 answer. Before I even get a chance to answer that woman. I think that's amazing. Mm -hmm. That's a female community being supportive of each other. And so I said, I've kind of opened that kind of dialogue. And this is just a continuation of that kind of honesty. But what's the, I wanted to say almost like um, unusual Mm -hmm. honesty um, that a lot of times, I mean, like a company like Inova, they'd be hard-pressed to get some big female celebrity to talk, talk about something like leaky bladder. Right. I said, I'll talk about it. <laughs> yeah, I can't remember which actress. Was it Halle Berry? I don't remember which actress did the thing with one of the poise or one of the underwear thing. Oh, no, I think it was Lisa Rinna. It was Lisa Rinna. That was it. Yeah, that was Lisa it. Rinna. The narrative is changing, but it's slow. Yeah. And you'll yeah. sit in a room, you know, although we've noticed that it's still, it's while well, menopause is exploding and the conversation is, yeah. women are still hesitant to talk to each other about it because I think so. the connotation still is there that, oh, you're old enough to be going through men. Oh, you're not. And we're saying to people who wants your period? Like, have you (laughs) used it recently? Like, is there a reason why you still want it? There There are benefits to these things, but women won't open up. And even though, like I said, the menopause landscape has changed a lot in the three years that we've been doing this podcast. I still think there's that taboo around leaky bladders, menopause. All right. Want me to take it one step farther? Sure. I was just uh, with my gynecologist, who I love. She's just (laughs) so smart about women's health. And she said, I remember when you started talking about dense breasts when you got diagnosed. And she said, and now everybody's talking about it. She said, and now you're talking about leaky bladders, which is so necessary. She said, when are we going to get to the point to talk about the fact that at the same time that you're having leaky bladder issues, you're also 
your the inside of your vagina, just like the skin on your face loses its density and the collagen all goes away underneath and it starts to get kind of dry, the same exact thing happens to the skin of your vagina. And she said, and it's just a natural thing that happens. And she said, I have women tell me that it's like sandpaper, you know, it, to have intercourse. And she said, and there's the added issue of gravity and, you know, your um, bladder dropping down and things coming down. She said it like shortens it. The It doesn't have the elast- elasticity anymore. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have the fluidity. Moisture, yeah. Any, the yeah. Thing, any of the things that make having sex comfortable and enjoyable and it becomes uncomfortable. And she said in women are scared to talk about it. Once again, they think it's just them, something wrong with them. They don't realize that it's a natural occurrence. And she said, and they don't, if they would just talk about it, we gynecologists could tell them about, there are all kinds of things, inserts to go in that that release, um, I don't know what it's releasing, estrogen, progesterone, whatever. It releases. There's estrogen creams that yes. you can use. There's, there's mm-hmm. creams, there's things, there's now some kind of a ring that they can put in that yes. yeah. slowly releases it. She told me about all these things. I said, I should be writing another book. I'm like, I've learned so much since I wrote that book. I need an addendum. And she's, you know, there were all these different, and then there's the Mona Lisa wand. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. She said, I, you know, that's like going a little farther, but do you guys talk about like everything on the show? We do. Everything. everything. So then, yeah. 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 Everything. Okay. The clitoral stimulation okay, that's so, now out there, all of it. So then she talked to me. Then she told me, um, well, I'd be able to remember it enough to be able to describe it. So then she said, there are some great new vibrators out. And for women who have had trouble, with intercourse because it's not comfortable, we give them the the, the little insert or something to um, release those hormones. And then I tell them to use this vibrator with some kind of a lubricant. And the reason why is that it creates stimulation of the blood vessels I'm not getting medical here, but I mean, oh, yeah, <laughs> they yeah. went there and I came home and said, I learned so much today <laughs> about yeah. women's vaginas. And, it, and you do this because it creates, uh, stimulates the blood vessels in the vagina, which makes the wall of the vagina kind of, I don't not come alive, but become more healthy, mm-hmm. I guess is a right. layman's yeah. way of saying it. And I was like, I haven't heard of any of this and I wrote a book yeah about there's when. been a lot I, of stuff that's come been, out but we wouldn't have known about it Colleen if we had not sought it out if we had no. sought these people out you know we had a doctor Carol Cool, and she said what if, if she could have a billboard that said sex should not be painful she's with the yeah. Mayo Clinic and she just said we want to Screen that out from the rooftops. We learned so much every episode. Best conversations. Oh, we there's so so much coming out all the time, and we find like you. We're research people. We love I'm like out. a research junkie. I can't yeah, help you. Thank you so much for coming on today oh, and talking. So, Always yeah. fun talking to you, too. Oh, it's fun, it. too. It's just oh, open. Please come and, back anytime. Yeah. 
We would love it. All right. My pleasure. Well, we want to thank Joan London so much for once again coming on our show. We love her. Oh, my goodness. I mean, just she is so eager to learn about everything health-wise, how to have a healthy longevity, like we said in the podcast. And she's so eager to share it with us. So I'm so excited that she was able to come back on the show and share this information about Innovo. I can't wait to share what she learns at the Brain Institute to find out about cognition and, and her cognition. memoir. Oh, that'll be another one. Yes. I cannot wait till that comes out and have her back on. She's always just so helpful and just so eager to share all these great things about this time of life. And, you know, we've had to over 200 episodes. So there is a wealth of information out there that we are going to share for you as much as we can in little snippets. And Bridget's doing a great job of her snippets. Oh, so thank you. Very excited about that. <laughs> Make sure you're following us on all forms of social media. As we just said, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, Facebook, Pinterest, you name it, we're there. Check out the show notes for this episode or any episode. You can go on our website, hotflasheskooltopics.com. This week, we are doing a bonus episode. We're going to be talking on Friday to Carol Montgomery, who is an actress and comedian, and she created Funny Women of a Certain Age series on Showtime. So make sure to check that out on Friday. Have a great rest of your week, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Bye.